Yeah. Christmas Eve. So what do they do? They go out and they find the one Jewish guy that works at the radio station. And they're like, yo, you got to work on Christmas Eve. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's Christmas Eve. And like, what do you care? And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. It's cool. I'm here. I'm happy to be here. For those of you that may have seen the video that I put out on Twitter earlier today, I was at the beach. It was the most COVID Christmas you would have ever seen. And it was like modern family meets COVID Christmas. Greg Bergman, you ready to hear what happened to me earlier today as we're just coming onto the airwaves of 710? I cannot wait. And also, you got the only Jewish producer to be along with you. Just That's right. to throw it out there. That's right. They're like, yo, Bergman, Kaplan. <laughs> Since you guys didn't become a law firm, you guys work on Christmas Eve. You feel me? Exactly. Yeah. So, Greg, um, I want to start off by telling you a quick story. But before I do, I must say this to everybody who's listening. Wherever you are today, if you're driving around right now on Christmas Eve, I definitely would like to hear from you. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. And I want to keep this going the entire show. Where are you? What are you doing? And what's going on out there? You got those questions, G-Money? I do. And it can be, what are you trying to buy last minute? Right. Like, like where are you? What are you doing? And what's going on out there? See, I'm here. You guys, we out here. You guys are out here. So where are you? What are you doing? And what's going on out there? I want to know, because here's why. As we're just taken to the airwaves. By the way, John Ireland, day off? No day off. Going to join us at 4.30. I want to get from John Ireland what he thought of the Laker ring ceremony, what he thought of the first game, what he thinks of tomorrow's Christmas game against Luka and Dallas. So John Ireland will join us. And one last thing before I tell you about my modern family 2020 COVID Christmas. I didn't know this yesterday, Greg Bergman. I thought yesterday we were testing a video feed on Twitter. Oh, no. I had no idea we actually went live yesterday on Twitter. So if you follow at ESPN Los Angeles, we are live right now with a video feed. You are in my house, which you wouldn't know if I didn't tell you, but I built a studio in my house, you and me together, all of us. So if you're listening on the radio, don't do this while you're driving. But when you get out of your car, take us with you by following on ESPN Los Angeles on Twitter, and you'll see what's going on here. I have dressed for the occasion today, Greg Bergman. I don't know if you're seeing what's going on on our live stream. I am. I'm watching it. I want to be a part of this. And uh, by the way, your studio is great. You like it? I love that studio. Well, thanks. I kind of. Oh, I mean, what is going on on your head, man? Like, what is happening there? This right here on my head, what my people would call this is a schmata, okay? But, a schmata. but it's a Christmas hat, and so it's got some bling and some some red and green stuff, and it's got it's a green. green little hat and a pom pom thingy up top, and I got on a jacket that's all green. I look like a Christmas tree. In fact, when I pick up the hood over the top of this, check this out now. I got a Christmas tree. This is my Christmas tree jacket. That so, is a fantastic outfit. I love it. Well, and I'm it glad. It fits perfectly with the, uh, with the brick wall behind you. I'm glad you like it. So here's the thing. I'm going to get into some Laker stuff right away, and John Ireland's going to join me. But real quickly, I had today kind of a 2020 modern family kind of Christmas situation already happen. So girlfriend 
wants to celebrate with her parents, but father is COVID paranoid. It's cool. Um, understandable, right? And mother is like, no, I want to go visit. But father's like, has to be outside, has to be socially distanced. So me, the girlfriend, her two kids, and her parents went to a picnic table on top of the beach at a closed uh, park ground. I mean, it was closed, but there were lots of people there, uh, but all socially distanced. And we're sitting outside watching the surfers and watching the waves and enjoying the fresh air all outside, socially distanced Christmasing, you know? And, and to make it like the most perfect 2020 COVID Christmas, they got FaceTime going with family members on the East Coast, and they're all singing Christmas carols to one another. Like, I'm not joking. Like, the kids on the other end of the phone are going, oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree. And, like, then they would come back to us, and I was like, what are we supposed to do? And they're like, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle. Uh, hold on a second. Are we doing this on FaceTime on Christmas 20? <laughs> Is this really happening to me right now? You're singing two different Christmas songs back to each other. And, by the way, I mean, look, we're obviously Jewish. We were talking about it earlier. I have never picked up a FaceTime and started singing like Hanukkah or Hanukkah to the person on the other side of the FaceTime. Well, that's so this... what that's that's what adds to this modern family notion. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what the whole sitcom was about, is how different things are when you start combining families and second marriages and throw in different religions or different sexual orientations. Yeah, this is this is a modern family COVID Christmas 2020 i just lived it i'm telling you i just lived it just now it actually so, sounds pretty nice so i mean i don't know the beach first of all you're on the beach i'm up here in la and it was raining earlier it was a rainy christmas eve it was raining but, here too it was raining you know, down here in the southern part of los angeles we call it san diego but it's really southern la it really is and so it started raining on us yeah we rained we went to the beach it rained I mean, these guys, they brought all kinds of food, and they brought wine, and they brought tablecloths, and they, and they, they brought gifts for everybody. It was wonderful. It was lovely. It was beautiful. That sounds great. That really does sound like a really nice day. It was, it was very nice. You know, I'm, I'm the Jewish boyfriend who shows up to watch Christmas carols being sung back and forth coast to coast on FaceTime. So, all right, for those of you that are just getting with us, if you're listening on 710, happy to have you along this afternoon, Christmas Eve. And again, if you're out and about today, I want to know where you are. I want to know what you're doing. And I want to know what's going on out there because I will tell you this right now. I went to a grocery store this afternoon. I went to a Vaughn's just to get a couple of things. Dude, it's packed. It's packed like as if the world is coming to an end and everybody's in the store getting something. Oh, by the way, of course, there's no toilet paper anywhere to be found. And uh, paper towels are now as valuable as gold, apparently, in America. But I'm telling you, place was freaking packed. So you can call at any point today, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. I invite you to call. I'd like to know where you are. I'd like to know what you're doing. I'd like to know what's going on out there. Is it packed? Is it crazy? Is there a lot of traffic? Are you in the mall? Is everybody doing their last-minute shopping? Is that what's happening out there? I don't know, man. I'm sheltered. I'm sheltered in here. All right, Scott Kaplan in for Sedano and LZ. So I mentioned John Ireland's going to join us in a few minutes, Greg. And I will say this. Um, the performance on Tuesday night of the Lakers most of us just blew it off 
Most of us said it's really not a big deal. It's not something to be concerned about. Well, I've been reading through a lot of LeBron's commentary that this is now yesterday and they're throwing it to LeBron like, so yo, LeBron, like, um, what's up, man? Like, what's up with that performance? And LeBron is trying to explain to all of us like he did in the bubble. Like in the bubble, he was like, you guys don't get it. Like you, you think it's cool because I'm down here and I got a hotel and I don't have to travel. And uh, it's, it's just not like that, man. It's terrible. And I feel like I'm in jail and I can't move and I can't go anywhere. And it's just grinding on my head. He was talking about the ring ceremony like, yeah, you don't quite get it. Like we got our rings from this year. No, no, no. Last year. It's hard to believe that that was last year. And this is this year because this year still feels like last year. Doesn't it still feel like this year, the same year? So LeBron was saying, and I'll play some of this for you, uh, that, that on Tuesday night, it didn't seem like anybody was really into it or was focused on winning as the final outcome. It was more like, man, it's kind of weird in here. Like we're getting our rings and there's no crowd, but there's crowd noise and the coach is making a speech and Jeannie's got something to say, but there's nobody here and it's weird. And then wait a second, when it's over, we got to then all of a sudden put our rings down and try and get our heads together and play a game. Greg, would you like to play some of what LeBron had to say? Or maybe I should ask Laura if she would like to play some of what LeBron had to say. Hi, Laura. How are you this afternoon? Hi, you ready Scott. to go today? How you doing, girl? I'm good, man. I'm ready. I'm pumped. I'm waiting uh, to get home so I can have some tamales. So I'm excited. Oh, really? Tu te gusta tamales? Me encantan los tamales. I can't have a lot, but mm -hmm. at least one. I okay. can't wait to get my get home and get to my mom's tamales. These are homemade tamales. Of course. My mom was making them. She started last night and she was finishing up before I left to work. Mm, sound good. They're amazing. You guys Sound need really to try good. some. Really? And what, what was the drink that we're supposed to have with that? Is that champarudo? Champurrado. Champurrado. Si. Yes. Es muy bien. Si. Champurrado. Si. I need okay. to hook you guys up. <laughs> oh, so you're going to have some champurrado y some tamales. Some tamales and some champurrado. Yes, later on tonight when I get home. Si. Muy bien. Um, would you like to play for everybody, Laura, uh, some of what LeBron had to say about, you know, ring night and, and then trying to get your head together to play and win a game? Would you play some of that for us? Of course. It even felt weird just having a basketball game today, you know, um, you know for me personally, um, probably for a lot of other guys. But, you know, I'm happy we was able to get our foot underneath us, happy we was able to get back on the floor. We know, um, you know what this season is going to, you know, entail, but, you know, now we can move on. You know, we can move on from last year's season. Um, it was a hell of a run for us in 1920, um, but now we can focus on 2021. So, um, you know, look forward to that. Yeah, the way he said 1920, like 2019, 2020, but it kind of sounded like 1920, as in like 1920, you know what I'm saying? And then he got to 2021, and you're like, oh, yeah, he didn't mean 1920, like the 1920s. He meant 2019 and 2020. Yeah, it's hard, right? Like, who would have thought that you're going to get your rings, it's going to be this elaborate celebration, it's going to be emotional, and your families are all going to be involved, and then, oh, yeah, forgot, man, we got to play a game. Forgot about that. So again, I just want to say, like, for me, I put nothing into the result. You know, just nothing into the result at all. What does John Ireland think? What does the voice of the Lakers think about what happened on Tuesday night from the ring ceremony to the result? And what does John Ireland expect from the Lakers 
Now that LeBron has said, even with a little pinch in the ankle from game one, he's coming back, he's ready to play on Christmas Day. Luka's got to come to LeBron, right? It's Christmas Day. LeBron's got things to do. Family, presents, turn on the TV, breakfast, the whole deal, maybe a massage. Luka's got to come to LeBron. LeBron does not go to Luka on Christmas Day. So what does John Ireland expect tomorrow out of the Lakers? John Ireland will join us. We are officially underway Beautiful Christmas Eve, and definitely want you to jump in. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Scott Kaplan, in for Sedano and LZ, the voice of the Lakers. John Ireland, next on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. It is Christmas Eve on 710 ESPN. Scott Kaplan in for Sedano and LZ. What's going on, everybody? You know, I was saying to you earlier that I want you to give a call today. You know, I want you to call up the show and I want you to tell me where you are, what you're doing, and what is going on out there. You know, I really want to know because I said earlier, I went to a grocery store earlier today. I think people were preparing for the end of the world. Seriously. Uh, it was it was crazy what was going on in the grocery store. And I thought to myself, everybody was masked up. You know, I thought to myself, man, oh, man, like restaurants can't be open. But the grocery store can be jam-packed like it's freaking Mardi Gras right now. I mean, it was crazy. It really was. So I definitely want to hear from you. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. John Ireland is expected to join us shortly. I went from in the opening segment to John Ireland's coming up next to John Ireland is expected to join us. You notice the difference? That's like when you, you, you expect him to be there, and then all of a sudden he's just not there. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, so he, we have him coming up. But if we don't, now I'm changing the verbiage just a little bit, so maybe I don't let anybody down if you expected to hear Ireland. Where's he at? I mean, that's professional broadcasting 101 right there, is, yeah. making, is using different phrases to get through. So I, that was well done. He should be joining us shortly. Uh, you know, it is Christmas Eve, so he may have forgotten. Mm. Yeah, but. yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll cut him some slack. It is Christmas Eve after all. Hey, I will say one thing, though, before I keep rolling here, and that is this. We are live streaming right now on Twitter. So if you're following at ESPN Los Angeles or I retweeted it at Scott Kaplan, if you're following along, we are live streaming. And let me tell you something. It may not be the most exciting thing in the world to just sit there and watch a guy dressed like a Christmas tree do a sports talk radio show. But what I will tell you is you can multitask, right? You can be watching, but really you're just listening and you're doing other things, okay? Now, and I, I'll just throw out one last thing about this live streaming. So yesterday, I didn't know we were live streaming. I got to admit, I don't know, man. Sometimes you get too many emails and you just like forget details. So I thought we were experimenting with live streaming yesterday. I swear to you, we're in the middle of an interview with Kevin Harlan. And I say something to Kevin like, so Kevin, how was it doing this uh, Laker game the other night from your basement? And I know he's going to talk for the next 15 minutes. And I start picking my nose, you know, like I'm like, okay, I'm sitting here. I'm listening. I'm picking my nose. Nobody see me. I'm on radio. And then I'm like, oh, my God, 
this is being live streamed and everybody's watching this. And it actually didn't even occur to me until later on when I stood up in the middle of the broadcast to kind of like adjust my cup like I'm a third baseman in a baseball game and they happen to catch you on network TV like giving yourself a full adjustment, you know? Trying to get comfortable over here. And I didn't realize it was all caught on camera. So you'll have to excuse me. (laughs) Well, I mean, at least today you're a little more aware of it, but the Christmas tree, man, I got to ask more about this Christmas tree outfit that you got going on here. Is this something that you bought just now? Have you had it for years? Where did this thing come from? So you're asking me, did I buy this Christmas tree sweatshirt just for for today's Christmas Eve broadcast on 710? Yeah. Okay. What do you think? I think you might've gotten it within the last week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Laura Romo, um, you, you and I seem to, to really kind of get on together. You know, you and I seem to vibe. You know, what do you think? You think that I bought this sweater, this sweatshirt within the last week just for tonight's Christmas Eve extravaganza here on 710? 100% you bought it like within the last week. Really? See, thank you, Laura. I do okay. think so. You're thanking her, but you're both wrong. What? That's right. I don't Come know. on. I don't you actually true. had this thing in your closet? Sort of, kind of. I had it in my daughter's closet, and I took it from her. <laughs> okay. It's my, <laughs> it's my daughter's Christmas tree sweatshirt that I'm wearing. Mm, so technically, you did get it within the last-ish because it's hers, not yours. Yes, but technically, Ooh, I, wore, I wore it a year ago at the same time. And in fact, I wore it a year ago, and I said to my daughter, I said, hey, where's that cool Christmas tree zip-up hoodie? I want to wear that. And she was cool with it? She's yeah, like, yeah, she go ahead, Dad. You can Laura, are you, Laura, are you watching the live stream? Sure. No, you're not. That's a lie. <laughs> no lie. Why are you lying, girl? <laughs> because I felt like I needed to say I was. Why? I, I just want you to see. I, should, I want you to see my Christmas tree on Twitter this afternoon. I want you to see what I look like as I'm dressed like a Christmas tree. Okay, I will go on right now to see what you look like. Okay, and then yeah, I want to comment. Part of the show, Laura. Yeah, I want to comment, Laura. <laughs> Greg, I am calling, answering calls. I'm very part of the show here. Okay, you know what? You're answering calls. I'm going to take a couple of calls. Here goes. Uh, let me go to Lynn in Lakewood on Scott Kaplan on 710 ESPN, filling in for Sedano and LZ today. Lynn, good uh, good afternoon and Merry Christmas Eve. Hi, Lynn. Good afternoon, Scott. Happy holidays to all of you guys there. Uh, you know, thanks for the plug. I happen to be a Vons driver, and we also owned by Albertsons, too. So I can assure you I have plenty of paper, tile, paper towels and toilet paper. Uh, we got trailers and trailers of it wrapped around our warehouse. I'm trying to get it to you guys, but what people do is they overbuy, but I'm sure the company don't mind. But we yeah, don't but you have know what? No shortage. But you know what, Lynn? It's interesting. Um, there's this sign down the aisle at my Vons that says uh, like one package per customer. You know, right? Yes, sir. And, and the thing is, and it, I'm just so unaware of what's going on around me that I grab like three. Then I go up to the front <laughs> to check out, and they take one back. <laughs> and no, they take two back. They're like, no, dude, one. You get one. That's it. <laughs> i'm like oh sorry and then you got the one the one guy said to me the one guy said to me he goes he was did you not see the sign and i go like a moron i go what sign he goes the sign that said only one per customer he goes no i go i, I didn't see it i said i wonder why that is like why is that that you can only buy one he, oh you want to know what hoarders. he said to me what's that you want to know what the guy said to me this is a, i swear to god there's a true story i said why can i only buy one thing of paper towels you know what he said to me uh-huh he goes you ever heard of trump 
I go, <laughs> yeah. Why would he say something like that? I don't know. He told me, he goes, you ever heard of Trump? I go, yeah. He goes, that's why. I go, oh, it, okay. It might have something to do with greed, then. <laughs> I don't know, man. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. But Scott, Scott, I want to tell you, um, I love listening to ESPN. I'm a truck driver out here. I've been doing it 31 years. Um, I'm I'm really busy today in the South Bay. We're really busy uh, at the plant. We have a plant in Irvine and Brea. We mm-hmm. have plenty of everything for everybody. It's just if you don't get up early in the morning and get it, you're not going to get it, Scott. Mm-hmm. I'm really sorry about that, but no, we have right. plenty of that stuff. It's just you've got to get up early and get it. Lynn, you're the man, number one, for calling. Number two, uh, what I think is great is is that you know, you, you're know you working for this company and you're out here propping them up saying, no, we got them for you. I love that you're doing that. And you're also giving us great advice. If you need these kinds of supplies, don't be a moron like me and wait until 1230 in the afternoon to show up and then complain when the entire place is packed. Show up early in the morning. You'll get your supplies. Lynn's delivering all this stuff. You won't find it. Hey, I'm asleep because I work overnight. I hear every morning creaking garage going up, the car revving. My wife is up at 6 a.m. getting all I need, man. I'm and feeling I, you, and man. And she comes back and she's smiling. She tells me, oh, I was the only one in line. No problem. That's why I get up early and this and that rubs it in. I have to take <laughs> coffee and listen to her say, that's why I get up early. I ain't no get up early guy, man. Don't feel bad and don't beat yourself up. <laughs> hey, Lynn, have a very Merry Christmas to you and your family and all the people you work with, and be safe and be healthy out there, my man. Thanks, Scott. I just want to send a message to Mark Gasol. I'm going to need more out of him, okay? I don't want him disappointing me. And that's it, Scott. I don't want to take up no more of your time. All right, my man. Appreciate it. Hey, Mark Gasol, you hear my man, Lynn? You want those paper towels? You want that toilet paper on the shelves at Vaughn's? You get out there and do more than an offer, dog. Okay? Can't have, uh, can't have that. You know, you said just a terrible, terrible, terrible game. All right, we'll get it together for game two. You know, let's see what happens. But again, I think Marcus Saul is a byproduct of what we've been talking about with that first game. Like new players coming into, you know, new terminology in some ways. I mean, it's basketball, okay. Uh, new coach, new environment, new teammates. Um, so look, I- I'm going to just say this. It's going to take a month for us to really understand what this year's Laker team is. We all know what we expect them to be, but what will they or how will they ultimately be what we all expect? All right, if you want to jump in, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. All right, we got a great show coming up for you. We really do. DeMarco Farr is going to be here. We're going to talk a lot of Rams and Seahawks as the afternoon goes on. Laura has prepared for us a Hallmark movie quiz, and I don't know anything about Hallmark movies, which should make it quite interesting as we go along. And will John Ireland actually make it to our Christmas Eve extravaganza? We will find out. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. No joke, I really am the Santa Claus of this radio station. It's truly unbelievable. Somehow tonight, I've been roped into, and I don't actually mind, it kind of sounds like fun, but I'm dressing up like Santa, girlfriends dressing up like Mrs. Claus. All my kids are wearing like inflatable reindeers. Reindeer? Reindeer. And then we're going to some neighbors' houses to drop off gifts to their kids. 
you know? Like, really, like a real Santa Claus here. Hey, for those of you that are listening, this is Scott Kaplan on 710, filling in for Sedano and LZ. And for those of you that are listening on 710, glad to have you along, traditional radio, get in your car, turn on the radio, there we are. But for those of you who like to take it in other ways, we are live streaming on Twitter at ESPN Los Angeles, and we are also live streaming on our Facebook page, ESPN Los Angeles. And I'll send a shout out to my man, Jesse Castro from El Rio, who said, yo, Kaplan, are you supposed to look like Gumby? Yeah, I'm wearing like a green, I'm wearing a, what, Laura, what are you finally watching the live stream now? <laughs> I watched it. Oh my God, you do look like Gumby with like a bunch of ornaments on. <laughs> That's right. Like, But I'm like the Eddie Murphy Gumby. I'm Gumby, damn it. I'm Gumby. Somebody bring me a Maury Amsterdam sandwich. I'm Gumby, damn it. That's that's the Gumby I look like, I think. That's old school. For those of you who got that, for those of you who didn't, you didn't see SNL when Eddie Murphy was on SNL. Yeah, he did it again just, uh, what was it? It was last year now. Right. Has it been a year since yeah. he's been on? When Eddie, was, when Eddie hosted SNL and he did Gumby. I'm Gumby, damn it. Don't ask me that. I'm Gumby. He yeah. had some of the best characters out of everybody. Oh, Him dude. and Dana Carvey. Dana Carvey was great. One of my favorite Dana Carveys. You ever see Chopping Broccoli? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Did you see the Dana Carvey uh, comedy special where he does the, the full version of Chopping Broccoli? I did. I did. I love Chopping Broccoli. So good. Okay. Um, listen, it's Scott Kaplan in for Sedano and LZ. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. I've been asking you this question today. Where are you? What are you doing? What's going on out there on a Christmas Eve? The night before the Lakers will take on the Dallas Mavericks and Luka comes to town, which, by the way, I'm going to talk about a bit more. And another huge monster game this weekend, the Rams and the Seahawks. And I'll tell you this, um, if you're down on the Rams after the loss against the Jets, rightly so, okay? I I'm pretty pessimistic too. But I will tell you later on this evening, after I talk to DeMarco Farr, how some of the statistics will tell you that the Rams are positioned to win this game against Seattle, even though Seattle is positioned to win and win the division. And if the Rams were to lose, it is a serious blow to their playoff chances. I'm going to get to all of that coming up in just a matter of moments. Let me grab these calls here and see what's going on. Here's Mello in Riverside. Mello, Scott Kaplan in for Sedano and LZ on 710 ESPN. What's happening? What's up, guys? I am delivering the mail. So, uh, yeah, I'm literally delivering the mail right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do, do, do mailmen, do mail people, do they get off on Christmas Day? Yes, Christmas Day, yes. Well, yeah, I know I am. Mm -hmm. Does does the USPS, is that who you work for, the Postal Service? Yes. Does does the U.S. Postal Service close on Christmas Day? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're no operation on Christmas Day. Because, like, isn't there a slogan? What's the slogan that the, the post office uses? Like, no matter what, rain, shine, yeah. sleet. What, what is rain, the slogan? Sleet. Yeah, rain, sleet, hail, snow. Um, a few weeks ago, I was up there in the hills by the fire, and I guess fire is also added up to that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, nothing stops the mail. Yeah. Yeah, you still rocking the mailman shorts right now, or is it too cold, too gray, too rainy, gets dark too early? What do you got going on? Actually, I'm too new to have a full uniform, so I got my mailman hat, um, my winter four Jordans, some jeans, and a sweatshirt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you mean too new? They Do they not give you the, the, the post office? Does, do they not give you the mailman uni until a little later on? 
Yeah, you have to be on uh, for a little while, and then you get your uniform allotment. But yeah. I'll be there in a little while. Is there, is there any kind of ceremony they do? No, but I'll be celebrating. I'll be <laughs> My man, I love it, dude. <laughs> Yo, you guys so, have a great day. Love the hey, show. Hey, man, appreciate you. Glad you're out there doing that work. We appreciate you, buddy. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Stay safe and stay healthy out there. All right, man. Appreciate that. Scott Kaplan in for Sedano and LZ. So, Greg Bergman, are you going to get flustered in any way? Should the Lakers come out tomorrow night against Dallas and not play like you expect them to play because it's LeBron and AD and they won the offseason and they got younger and they got faster and they added all these new pieces. But if they're still not really there and they find themselves losing to Dallas, which to the Mavericks, this is a big deal. This is Christmas Day, national TV. This is LeBron, the king, the champs, the guys who just got their rings. Dallas, you would think, would really, really want this game. And based on what I've been reading LeBron saying, and we've been listening to it a little bit, it doesn't seem like LeBron is too concerned with the early part of this season. What do you think? So I think that it's because of that Christmas Day thing you're talking about. I might get a little bit more upset than I normally would, especially this early in the season. Game two is normally, eh, whatever, it's game two. They win, they win, they lose, they lose. doesn't really matter to me. But it's Christmas Day. It's got just that little bit more meaning to it. And we get to watch Luca, who's crazy exciting to watch anyway so yeah man i might actually get a little bit a little bit heated with watching this game tomorrow <laughs> um there's a full day man tomorrow's gonna be an amazing day you look at the lineup of nba games starting tomorrow morning and going all the way through tomorrow night throw in the middle of it all new orleans and minnesota nfl right in the middle of the day i mean if you're a sports fan tomorrow you probably have some conflicts in your life, especially you guys out there, right? Like if your wife is saying, no, we're doing this, or your girlfriend is saying, we're doing this on Christmas Day. And you're like, yeah, but there's a game I really want to see. And she's like, okay, well, after the game. But then there's another like two or three games I really want to see. So you guys got to get it together. You know, Make sure you got your priorities in line. Like Make sure you know what game it is you want to see. So for me, 5 o'clock tomorrow evening when the Lakers tip off, that's my game. I want to be home. I want to be on the couch. I want to be in front of the TV. That's the game I want to see. So I'm making proper plans to accommodate early so I can get what I want later on. You feel me? I do. And Are you excited to watch Luka, though? Because he has become one of the most exciting players in all of the NBA to watch right now. I'm actually fascinated by this. Not just him, but by other young guys. How old is he? Like 20, 21, something like that? He, he, is, he is young. He is actually, I have, I have it right here. He is 21 years old. Yeah. He's going to turn 22 in February. So, you know. I mean, just fascinated by these young guys who can be such impactful players at this level this early in their careers. I mean, it's just, it fascinates me. So, yes, I'm very curious to see Luca. I'm very curious to see Dallas. Dallas is one of those franchises that I sort of like them because I'm a Mark Cuban fan. I really like Mark Cuban. When I watch Shark Tank, I think to myself, I'm going on Shark Tank because I want to do a deal with you, Mark Cuban. Like, Mr. Wonderful, I don't know what your story is. The other guy sitting on the end with the tight suit, I don't know who you are. Uh, I do like the ladies that the one woman who is the, got the, she's like the queen of QVC. I like her. I like the other woman who's the real estate magnet. Um, I like Damon. Is that his name? Damon. Who's, who's like the FUBU dude. I liked, but I'm, I'm going on, I'm going on Shark Tank to do a deal with Mark Cuban. I think. 
Well, you I can. mean, that works. Yeah, it works perfectly for you. And yeah, if I was going to do something, I'm going to do something in the tech industry. It's going to be with Cuban. But you incited that's I mean, that's built for Mark Cuban, right? Trying to do a deal with Mark Cuban. I would love to do a deal with Mark Cuban. I'm telling you that right now. All right, let me grab a call here, and then I'm going to just uh, I'm going to keep moving along because I'll tell you right now, uh, Demarco is going to join us shortly, and we're going to talk a bunch of Rams and Seahawks. Here's a quick call here from Ben in Hermosa Beach. Ben Scott Kaplan in for Sedano and LZ. What's going on, Ben? We uh, happy Jewish Christmas to you, my man. Uh, these Jews in the car right now. We went snowboarding today. I got my six-year-old. And uh, my four-year-old, and we went up to Mountain High. Uh, that's what we do on Christmas. Dude, that's a, that's a great day. Isn't that, isn't that one of the best parts about living in L.A. or living in Southern California, Orange County, Riverside, San Diego, wherever? It's like one of the best parts about living here is that you can literally get in your car, and two hours you can be at Mountain High, you can be at Big Bear, um, Snow Summit. I mean, you can be at any of these places. And honestly, like right now you're driving home. Where, where are you going? Where are you going home to? Hermosa Beach, we are uh, we just got on the 405. I'm probably 15 minutes away, about to get off on Rosecrans. Yeah, what time did you uh, What time did you leave this morning? We left at 9 o'clock, got there at about 10.30. It was, it was empty, and uh, you have to order tickets online now. So we went up to a kiosk, got our tickets in like half a second, and we were on the mountain before 11 o'clock. We did about an hour and a half, ate lunch, went out there the second half of the day, the kids probably got 15 runs into this. Dude, what a day for you and your kids, man. I used to do that all the time when my kids were little like that. That is awesome. Well, hey, thanks for checking in. By the way, you, was the mountain crowded? I'm curious. No, empty. Oh, man. Good oh, conditions. Best day to go. Christmas man, I wonder if they're Christmas open tomorrow. That's cool. I'm sure they are, of course, naturally. But Christmas Eve's better. Yeah. Hey, dude, uh, wish you and your family happy holidays. Stay safe, stay healthy out there, and appreciate you listening, Ben. Thanks a lot, dude. Yes, you too. Coming up, what you need to know, and then Rams analyst DeMarco Farr. This is a must-win situation for the Rams as they go to Seattle. How will they win? We'll ask DeMarco that question coming up. This is Scott Kaplan on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Yeah, it is time for what you need to know. First thing you need to know, Scott Kaplan filling in for Sedano and LZ. The second thing you need to know is what you need to know is being brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe, good times, and my own little piece of personal commentary here, if you don't mind, Morongo, is I really like your TV commercials. I think you guys do a great job with those. Just throwing that out there. All right, here's Greg Bergman with what you need to know, and then DeMarco Farr is going to join us. Yeah, since DeMarco is going to join us, we are going to uh, just do one here. So do you know you know what a Karen is, right? A Karen? Scott? A, Karen? a Karen, yeah. Do you know what a Karen is? Have you heard the term a Karen? It's yeah, I don't, usually subscribe, a... I, don't, I don't subscribe to Karens. No, because you, you don't know what it is, or you just no, don't no. agree with it? No, 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 I don't agree with it. I feel bad for anybody named Karen that all of a sudden the name Karen became like – a bad thing. 
So like, if you know anybody named Karen, you're like, ah, <laughs> you're Karen. But it's like, yeah, just like a month ago, it was fine to be Karen. And now Karen is a bad thing, you know? And is, it, is a male Karen a Darren? It's something like that. Yeah, I think that sounds about right. But anyway, so I mean, you're kind of ruining my little thing here, oh, but sorry. I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go with it anyway because you don't agree with it. Yeah, go ahead. But anyway, um, it seems like we may have created a new language by talking, by naming people Karens. Go ahead, Laura. We're in line to get COVID tests, and they hand us this piece of paper and ask us for a primary language, which is English, Kurdish, Spanish, Nepali. A couple others, I don't really know, but also Karen. Primary language is Karen. <laughs> so Karen is a brand new language. The question was going to be, do you believe that Karen is a language? But obviously you don't. Well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> listen, you just got to understand my position. My position is, is that all of a sudden, calling somebody Karen has become some major insult. So what is, what is Karen language? It was just, it was basically, it was, I don't know if it was a joke or what, but it was just kind of funny that they, that this COVID testing place this guy was going to had Karen under language. <laughs> because it is, that's what's happening right now is the people that are getting so upset and they're going out and they're getting upset with people over like not parking in multiple spaces. It's just a, a crazy world we're living in. Well, with these. parking in multiple spaces is really not a cool thing to do. It's a brood. Not it is. It is rude. To do. It is, it's and, the and ones. It's it, the ones that are parking in the in in the double spaces, and people are saying like, "Hey, you can't park like that." And then the ones like, "I can do whatever I want." <laughs> like that. <laughs> that's a Karen. That's yeah. a Karen right there. Yeah. That is the definition of a Karen. Yes. Right. Exactly. I understand. Mm. Is Demarco yeah. there? Demarco is, can talk about Karen. Is, is Demarco ready to go? He's not ready to go. We're getting Christmas Eve, okay. Scott. We are. He said he was ready. He, I texted him. He said, yes, sir, I'm ready. Okay, so. is it just because I'm calling them and it's not Greg calling them? I feel some type of way now. No, that's not I'm good. i that phone. Karen's calling. Because it's usually the opposite. Mm. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, DeMarco is expected to join us in a matter of moments. And this is always kind of a fun part of do doing a show on a, on a holiday like Christmas Eve. It's like DeMarco is like, oh, man, I got to go on the radio at 5. And then... You know, somebody in his house is probably like, you did what? You agreed to go on the radio tonight at 5 on Christmas Eve? We're going to sit down to dinner. We got family coming over. And it's like, I mean, do you have family coming over nowadays? I don't know. I mean, are, no. people, are people doing that? No, but I know that he might be at his, with his family, and we, we're either saving him, shh, don't tell anybody, or we're actually getting in the way. Ah, mm. um, it would be my guess at this moment right now we're probably getting in the way. That'd be my guess. <laughs> Probably. So since we have some time, do you want me to hit the second one that I was going to normally hit here? I do. And I'll tell you one other thing I'd like to just hit. I want to just remind everybody that's listening this afternoon, our phone numbers, because I've been asking you guys this question, three questions, really. Where are you? What are you doing? Okay. And what's going on out there? So far, we've heard from a gentleman who is a Vaughn's delivery driver. We've heard from a U.S. postal worker, and we've heard from a dad that went on a day ski trip. So I'm, I'm wanting to know what your deal is. Like, what are you doing out there? What's going on? 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Laura, did you say DeMarco's ready? He's ready to go. All right, here he is. He handles all the sideline commentary during Rams games, although it's a little bit weird this year, a little different. Here's DeMarco Faron with Scott Kaplan filling in for Sedano and LZ. Hey, DeMarco. What's happening, Cap? How you doing, man? I'm doing really good, man. I haven't seen you at all this season, and I love working with you when you're on the sidelines for the Rams and I'm on the sidelines for Westwood One. I... 
I miss you, man. I actually I miss going to games. You know, how about you? Oh man, it's weird. Um, <laughs> it's odd sitting in the stands, but I mean, it's fun. Um, when I have the headset on, it feels like a, a normal game because they got that piped-in crowd noise. But when I take the headset off, it's weird in there. But you know, it's still football. I still love it. I do miss you on the sidelines, though. Well, Jockeying that. for position. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought it was interesting. Uh, Laura Oakman, who is the Fox reporter this past weekend during the Rams-Jets game, she actually kind of said on the broadcast, I mean, she came right out and said, she goes, you know, it looks and sounds a certain way on TV, but it looks and feels and sounds really different here inside the stadium. What do you think about the lack of crowd impacting the game, positively or negatively? Any thought on that? It- it's strange, man. There are, there are no road games this year. I mean, everything is at home. I mean, everything is quiet. You can hear everything that goes on on the field. I mean, if you really pay attention, I mean, you could catch uh, pretty much everything a quarterback says or any kind of a adjustment the, the defense makes. Sometimes if you tune in close enough, you can hear what's going on on the sideline. And that's when it, it gets kind of crazy. And it's funny, when we're down there on the sideline, I can't hear anything because of the crowd noise. So, yeah, it's strange, and um, I give these guys a whole lot of credit for being able to perform in this sort of environment. Man, I didn't know how much I missed crowd noise or needed crowd noise to get energized, but to be able to have to, like, uh, to be self-motivated, to, to flip that switch on your own, I mean, I have to give these guys all the credit in the world for being able to perform, perform in this sort of environment. Yeah, I'm with you on that, no doubt. To Marco Farr, Super Bowl champion and Rams analyst here on Scott Kaplan on 710 ESPN. So let me get right to it. Give me your your impressions going into this game against Seattle based on your perceptions that have been built by the loss against the Jets. Does that make sense? Wow. Yeah, uh, yeah. and um, I'm kind of looking at it both ways. And uh, whenever the Rams get ready to face whatever opponent, if like the Patriots, for instance, when they pasted the Chargers, forty-five nothing, you're saying, "Wow, they're going to come in sky high," and you're worried if that's going to be a carryover, how they're going to feel, or is there going to be a letdown because they can't possibly play any better than that? So uh, the same thing. I mean, uh, Sean McVay has been great after losses. I think every single win after a loss is in by ten points or more or something. So they bounce back greatly. They're a good bounce back football team. So. That bodes well for going to Seattle. Um, I don't think you'd overlook Seattle in any possible way because they're your biggest rival in this division. Uh, but coming off a loss like that, you, you wouldn't have to work very hard to refocus your football team. It stings. It sucks. And if you want to get over the Jets' loss, just watch Seattle film. You'll forget about that loss in a hurry. If you play like that against Seattle, not only will you lose, you'll get blown out. You know, so, I mean, it's, it's the best possible thing for the Rams at this point to have that embarrassing loss when you have to go up to Seattle with the play, your playoff life uh, at stake in Seattle. You have to get it done. So uh, this will be a self-motivated football team, I hope. Yeah, we're talking to DeMarco Farr, the analyst on the field during the Rams broadcast here on 710. It's Scott Kaplan filling in for Sedano and LZ. So what would you expect, former player perspective here, what do you expect out of Jared Goff? Because he's been getting beat up in the media all week. And I, I'll tell you, man, I, I know a lot of people want to complain about the throw on third and four and the throw on fourth and four. I'm not so sure I want to complain about the throw. 
Maybe I want to complain about the play call. Maybe I want to complain about his decision-making. I'm not really sure what I want to complain about, but what I want to ask you is, former player here now, this is your quarterback. What do you need from him this Sunday? Well, look, Cooper Cup and Robert Woods, those are your guys, man. And when it's crunch time, that's the guys you want to go to. Kyler Murray, when the game is on the line, he's going to Hopkins. Uh, when there's a play to be made in Seattle, Russell Wilson is looking towards DK Metcalf. You want to hit your playmakers when the game is on the line. So uh, you, you had two plays to stay in the game or win the game or pick up the first down, and Cooper Cup and Robert Woods didn't even have a target. Right. Uh, so that is reprehensible. That needs to be changed. So, yeah, um, I don't think it was the play call. I think that was the, the direction that Jared Goff just went in. So that has to change. That must change. So um, that is the most frustrating thing about the loss. Uh, you had two shots, you were down three, four minutes to go, and all you needed was a field goal, and you could have picked up the, the first down and kept the drive alive, but you took two deep shots, and one of them was a no-hoper. So, uh, yeah, that's frustrating, man. I mean, if I'm Aaron Donald, if I'm Jalen Ramsey, if I'm any part of that defense and I'm looking at that, I would get kind of steamed. Like, are you kidding me? What kind of throw was that? But, you know, you, you win together, you lose together, It's it happened, it's over, you move on to Seattle, and... To answer your question, I'm expecting the best Jared Goff that I've seen in recent memory because you need to erase those last three plays from everyone's memory. If not, I mean, look, it's going to be tough to regain confidence in your quarterback if you keep missing your your big play guys when the game is on the line. Yeah, and DeMarco, if I'm a player on this team, I'm, i I got a few other things I'm not real happy about, like blocked punts because special teams have been an issue all season long. And I'm not really thrilled with penalties, which happen, I get it, uh, but these penalties are happening when you're running for touchdowns or you've got long runs that, that are negated and come back. I mean, there, there's a lot of things that must be cleaned up. And so there, there, there should be a lot of frustration, I would think. Oh, man. And it, look, I, I, I could never be mad at Austin Corbett for flatbacking a guy on a touchdown run. Uh, I can be mad at the official for calling that holding when the guy's on skates going backwards and you just happen to get a piece of the jersey and now you want to call holding. So. Uh, you know, coaches can't really criticize officials, but I sure as hell can. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, stuff that shouldn't be called was called in that game, and it's, it's head-scratching, but it's neither here nor there. Every team has to play with the same crew. Uh, it just seemed like that crew, uh, I wouldn't say had it out, but they just made some timely, timely calls that changed the, the outcome of the game, in my opinion. So yep. uh, that's a shame, but everyone has to play by the same rules. Yeah. So how do they win this week? I mean, what, what's your opinion knowing that the Rams have been inconsistent and they're coming off a, a, a tough loss to an, you know, people said embarrassing. You know, for no. me, it was just like, you got to take care of your business. That's what you do as a pro. You go out there and you take care of your business against an inferior opponent. They didn't do that. You know that Seattle has gotten better in the last four to five weeks. Uh, they're not turning the ball over as much. Their defense is certainly playing a lot better than they were earlier in the season. You got the Rams game plan. What do you say? How do you win this game? Well, it's funny about embarrassing loss. Uh, when I was in college, just as an aside, mm-hmm. uh, we played Washington State every year for our rival game. And when I was there, they beat us one time. And that's the only game they show on ESPN Classic. The one time <laughs> that they beat us. So it lasts forever. It was a huge upset. So this will last forever. And you've earned it. Uh, so wear it. Tattoo it. Don't try to get around it or, or forget about it learn from it, use it, and take it up to Seattle and take it out on them. So how to beat Seattle, number one, you've got to stop the run. 
181 yards rushing versus Washington, who was playing great on defense until then. So first you've got to stop Chris Carson. Then you've got to stop Carlos Hyde. And then you've got to stop Russell Wilson from scrambling. And then get after the passer. I mean, really get after Russell Wilson. If he, if you get him on the move, keep him on the move. Do not let him move the pocket set to throw because he's going to, he's going to find an open guy. And if you have a chance to get him on the ground, do it. Get a hit on him. Uh, and that's number one. Number two, on, on, on offense, you cannot turn the ball over. Right Pete Carroll has lived off turnovers his entire career. If he preaches takeaways, if they do take the ball away, that team is going to think he walks on water and they can beat anybody and you've got yourself a fight for four quarters. So Jared Goff and the offense has to be letter perfect taking care of the football. There's no shame in punting. You've got one of the best punters in the world on your football team. So if you have to have to play a field position game and allow him to flip field position time and time again, great. You've got a great defense as well. So there's no shame in having to punt. But what you cannot do under any circumstances is turn that ball over in Seattle. You will not beat them up there in Seattle if you turn the ball over. Boy, well said. Very, very well said. Hey, DeMarco, what do you got going on tonight for Christmas Eve before we let you roll? We are making gumbo upstairs right now. We are mm. making an old family recipe. This is Texas gumbo. I cannot wait. The whole house smells good. As soon as I'm done with you, I'm getting a bowl of rice. I'm getting two helpings. I'm sitting down, and I'm watching football. Old oh, recorded football I haven't got to yet. This is going to be my, my happy day. And, and then tomorrow we open presents. Oh, man, sometimes we all do the weirdest things. If you're going back to watch recorded football, I actually take it up a notch. I watch recorded Red Zone. I feel you. See, I can't get enough. That's okay. I, I don't want to be cured of this addiction. I love it. I know, me too. Hey, DeMarco, Merry Christmas to you and your family. We'll be listening on Sunday. Thank you very much for being with us tonight. Thank you, sir, man. Merry Christmas. All right, Merry Christmas to you. DeMarco Farr, beautiful, man. Really good. Hey, Rams fans, I want you to get in. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Coming up, I'm going to tell you that this is a must-win for the Rams and why they're going to win this game. I'm coming up with that in just a matter of moments 